Hello. Hello. My name is Abigail. (laughs) My name is Matt. (laughs) Welcome to the Polyglot Polyglot Progress Progress Podcast. Podcast. Uh, This is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about learning multiple languages simultaneously. There's probably hundreds and thousands of videos on YouTube talking about the subject. Every language learner seems to have their own opinion about whether you can or can't learn multiple languages at the same time. Um, I think from what I've seen, most people say you can't. Like, you shouldn't. That's, I think, the general consensus. At least learning multiple languages uh, consecutively, uh, consecutively is fine, but people typically say, learn one, wait a bit, then learn another. They don't say, you know... Yeah, the, the one thing I've lear- heard is if you have to do it, do, like, I think it's the 75-25 rule or something like that, where, like, you've got to be, like, at, like, 75% in mm-hmm. one language, and then you can start another one or something like that. I've heard like a that. lot of stuff like that. Like um, the, I, I've heard that with, like, almost... It, it's it's in a lot of language learning techniques, like the 80-20% rule. That's, that 80-20 is what 80, it is, 20? yeah. Okay. I think. I, I don't know <laughs> It's if something along to, those lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've just seen other ones that are like, well, you can learn multiple languages. Sure, you can obviously buy, like a German book and a Croatian book and learn both at once. But, like, you won't move... You won't have the same amount of progress and stuff. And I guess I agree with that. But I also... I feel like it's looked at much more negatively than it is for your language learning. Yeah, like, I mean... I personally try and stick with mainly one language. But at the same time, I also... Like, it just depends on the time. Like, during the school year, I have to stick to one language, I yeah. find. One, because I, I just I, I just don't have two. time. But at the same time, I am learning two languages then because I, like, took French in school all if those years. I'm, I'm majoring in, a lang- in languages yes. in college. Like, yes. I'm going to have multiple languages going on. And so, like, whatever I learn is, like, the second or third language on top of it at mm-hmm. home. And I mean, if you think about it, I might be taking two languages next year. I'm not totally sure yet, but I might be taking two languages first semester next year. Yeah. And like, I don't think, like in that case, I guess it is more of an 80-20 thing because Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a pretty advanced French speaker. So adding another language isn't that crazy. Yeah. Um, That that was me with German and adding another language to it. But still, like the fact that you could learn multiple languages in college and there's so many teachers out there for like high schools that know French and Spanish and mm-hmm. learned them both in college. Like, I feel like that kind of says it that you can prove something you can do multiple. Now, now, let me introduce a theory that I'm sure you've heard before. And I know you've heard before because we've spoken about it. Um, have people ever told, ever said to you, um, either if you're going to learn multiple languages, choose different language families, or have you ever had oh, the experience, yeah. because as of right now, I'm partaking in learning French and Spanish over yeah, the we summer, were talking about that. and people go, how are you going to keep the two languages apart? And I, I kind of just sit there like, well, but it's because they're two different languages. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, this is something I both agree on and disagree on, like, I know I even told you, like, hey, you might want to do more of, like, an yeah. 80-20 thing, but even that wasn't necessarily even just because it was French and Spanish, it's and they're part of the same thing. It's just because I know you, like, really need to be at a certain place by the end of the summer. So, like, I feel like risking it and trying to learn both at once might end up being more stressful because you know you have to learn a certain amount of stuff. So, like, knocking one language out and then getting to the other one. a general person. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it depends. Like... I think it's totally based on 
personal situation. Yeah, I think all, like, that's, that's what I wrote. Like, it depends on how you work and also what you want to get out of it. Like, if you want to be making really fast progress in one language, then, then yeah, you should probably learn that. only one language and put all your effort towards it. But at the same time, it depends on what kind of person you are. Like, I know personally, I try to stick to one language because I just don't have time to be learning multiple languages. But your heart's languages. in so many at the same time. No, but, like, also, like, I just, I found that, like, I burn myself out if I'm mm-hmm. focused on one language all the time and that language like there's periods of time where like I just want to pour everything I have into one language and that's great and I'll run with it but then there's other periods of time where like I kind of am not feeling that with that language and I just mm-hmm. start to burn myself out be- by doing only that so like I like having multiple languages just so I can keep myself interested like in language learning of course yeah um but something that I've found that I like to do is I have a main language, which is currently German. And then I have, like... Do you want to say it? I, I've got a language that I refer to as the Saito language. The Saito language. The Saito language. And um, so, like, when I have extra time or when I just need to kind of take my brain to a separate place with language learning, like, I'll go to that. So that's been Bulgarian. It's but a bit more Bulgarian's about to become a main language. Yeah, and with really? the summer, I'm actually... I'm planning on having two main languages. Um, As am I. I'm almost done with the point that I want to take German to for now. So, like, German will actually stop being a main language at that point. Well, so it's it's say... close to moving away. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think once Bulgarian becomes a main language, I might add something else as a main language as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what yet because my summer goals, a lot of it was just, like, do some dabbling because that's something I I haven't been able to do during the school year because... I, I could technically dabble, but I was keeping myself to one language and was like, no, nah, I need to focus on German. And then occasionally, like, I'd go to Bulgarian because that's, like, my next step. You should also mention uh, what you're going to be doing uh, polyglot progress-wise for your summer goals, uh, the, the series oh, you're going to Oh, yeah, I'm going to be doing updates, like, each month. So my last day of school, I don't know if I'm going to go based on... Yeah, I guess I'll probably go on when my last day of classes was because I graduated like a week later, which was weird. Um, (laughs) Yeah, prom was after I was done with school, but technically before I graduated and it was just a weird time. Um, But so my last day was technically the second. So on the 2nd of July, I'll make a like one month progress update and kind of talk about where I am at with all those goals that I put in that summer language goals video. And then I'll keep doing that. And then I'm not sure when I'm going to, like, end the summer because my first, well, yeah, my first day is on the 29th of August. Okay. So it's, like, really close to the second, but not totally there. Yeah. So I might just go till the 2nd of September because I don't think my classes will really have picked up by then. Um, because it's still technically... Also, you'll be starting potentially new languages around that time and you can Yeah, well, it's technically welcome week as well then. Mm -hmm. So I think what the deal is there is, like, we start classes halfway through welcome week and i'm pretty sure we just kind of do like chill kind of like this is what college is like type stuff because so you'll have time to probably Uh, yeah i think i'll have time to finish up whatever my goals are at the moment um yeah so like i like to have multiple languages but at varying degrees of importance and degrees of focus so like that makes it so that like i keep myself i hold my i try to hold myself to doing german but then um, like say I have extra time, that's when I can go to the second language. Because I think mm-hmm. part of the problem is, is if you make a schedule that involves you learning four languages every day, you aren't going to have, like, unless you do, 
you're not going to have time every day. Like, and then I feel like that's what happens with so many people is they're like, I'm going to learn Norwegian and Zulu and French. You're just looking at my bookshelf now. I'm just looking at your books to pick. That's what I did before. (laughs) That's where Croatian and German came from. Um, So yeah, I'm going to learn Zulu and French and Swahili and Norwegian. And those are my four languages. And then the thing is, is like, you might only get to Zulu every day. And then the other three, you're you're not making any progress in. But then, like, the once a month you go to Swahili, you're like, you've got to relearn everything. Yes. And it just detracts from everything. So, like... That's when uh, what kind of a learner you are really plays into it and how well your memory is. Well, Um, that, but also, like, you're never going to make progress then. If Swahili's only, like... Once a month. You barely get to it ever. But you're like, yeah, I'm learning Swahili right now. But then you're stressing over it because you're like, gotta cut down on my Zulu so I can get to Swahili. Like, you're cutting down on the number of time you have for it, and you're also just not fully focused on it, like, Mm -hmm. which is the main problem. And I know a lot of other people do, like, um, like, having a schedule with, like, alternating days. Set times that you're going like to work set, on certain languages. Yeah, like set days. Like, they'll be like, Monday is French, and then Tuesday is... It's Cantonese. Cantonese. And then some people just alternate between the two, and I'm considering trying that with um, so, so my Bulgarian I. and German, but I also... I, I'm not totally sure yet, because... You know what I'm afraid of? I'm almost afraid of letting a day go by. Like, I feel like that, that day is time I See, could be spending. Yeah, that's another thing, is you just have to decide, like, would you rather learn all the languages in one day? Which is another thing, because people are like, well, then you can't do the schedule thing. Like, you need to learn them all in one day, or else you'll fall behind. But then there's also the argument that you should break them up, because otherwise your focus is going to be, all like, all place. over the place. Like, you're going to be focused on, like, German, and then when you go to learn French, you're like not fully yeah. going to be able to make At that shift over. At the same time, over. it should be said that the more languages you learn, the more the easier it becomes to process language and understand and come to grips with how it works. Yeah, but so at the same time every language is different. Yeah, so that's also part of why you might not have as much of a problem this summer with learning French and Spanish and part of why I'm really not that worried mm-hmm. because like you do have experience learning a lot of languages and you can keep them separate obviously. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean I think yeah. you'll be fine. Like, I've only noticed there's been a couple slip-ups where some Spanish has floated into your French. Has it really? Well, earlier when you said poor new, but you, oh, I s- pronounced you said it. poor like like a Spanish person <laughs> and not a French person. Um, so, I mean, technically you were right. It just yep. sounded not... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that'll be the one of my goals is to separate my pronunciation because I have a tendency uh, yeah, I feel like that overlap, will be where um, your problem will come in. My enunciation. Yeah. Pronunciation. Like, because I think you said that you had that problem when you were learning Norwegian too. Like, a lot yes, of things you wanted to German pronounce. my German accent became Norwegian. And I would speak German with a Norwegian accent. But I, I have a note here, which is um, that due to my progress with German over like six years before I started Norwegian which like I didn't plan I'm gonna spend six years learning German and then do Norwegian yeah it's just how it happened um because I had so much German behind me I went into another Germanic language so much of the vocabulary was the same and the pronunciation was different that I just had to adapt the way I spoke and so it was it was learning that mainly for me so and I was able I was able to notice like patterns in the words you know but would you, do you think you would have found it as easy had you been trying to learn German and Norwegian at the same time? At the same time? Like, started them both from scratch. Like, if one day you were like, I'm scratch. starting German, and then I'm going to start Norwegian the same day. 
Oh, that's interesting. Because I know, that's like, a, there was that really one time last summer, Matt and I were just perusing Duolingo, wanted to learn a language together, and I'd kind of just started dabbling a little bit with German, and we started a Dutch course, and I just couldn't do it. But but I was like having... I was Matt was having a really easy time because he was like, wow, this is so similar to German, but I was just so confused yeah. because it was so similar it was, to it German. It was so new. At the, oh, well, because you were just beginning German at that yeah, time. Yeah, I was just beginning German. Okay. So I didn't have, like, a clear grasp of, like, um, German things. Um, you want to just go take that and I'll I just keep talking? I will leave yes. Matt's got to go take a phone call. Um, I've got an important business call to make. It's his mother. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I noticed with Dutch, like, I didn't have that full grasp of German yet. So adding a language that was really similar to German just became kind of a mush of craziness. Um, so another thing is that, oh, this is so strange to talk me on my own. Um, <laughs> I like to have, as I said, like I like to have like my side to language to do on days when I have extra time or when I'm just really feeling motivated or but also, I like to do it when I'm kind of really not feeling language learning. Um, as I said, I can burn myself out pretty easily. And so having a language that I can pick up on those days to kind of take my mind away from it and bring me back to language learning is really good. But I also really like dabbling for that. Um, like just kind of picking up something completely new, learning the basics. Maybe you'll forget all those basics in a few weeks Maybe you'll come back to language eventually. Maybe you won't. Maybe it was just a fun dabble session. But I feel like dabbling can bring you back to liking language learning. Like, I know recently Hello. I was having... Hi. I'm back. I was having, like, a really bad day. And it wasn't necessarily a bad language learning day. It was just a bad day in general. But obviously I didn't want to learn languages. But um, I just casually started We're learning... We're talking about learning... Uh, languages and dealing with mental illness simultaneously in a future podcast. So we are. If that's something you'd be interested in... Stick around, I can speak English. I just, I, I'm not sure what we're talking about. Yes, Hello. but what I was saying was, um, I just casually kind of picked up American Sign Language. It, it's been, it's all my summer goals list, so it was something that I was, it wasn't totally random, it was something that I had plans to do in the future, but I just kind of picked it up and started learning the basics, learned how to fingerspell, how to count, um, or I guess just refreshed my fingerspelling and counting because I technically already knew that. Mm -hmm. um, started learning some of the syntax and like just some phrases and other words and things. And, like, I feel like after that, like, that kind of just pulled me out of my language slump. Like, I was ready to learn, uh, language like, flags. German and ready, uh, like, get back to my German, ready to get ready for Bulgarian. Like, that's something that I find helps me. And maybe, so, like, that doesn't even have to be an everyday thing. Like, I feel like having languages that you can just, like, pick up casually and just, like, learn something. Sure, that's time that you could be making progress in whatever your main language is. But sometimes it's healthy. But well, that's the yeah. thing. But if you're really not feeling like, let's say your main language is German, like mine was, like if you're just really not feeling picking up German, like is it more of a waste of time to pick up the basics in French or is it more of a waste of time to s just kind of really not do anything because you just can't bring yourself to pick up the German book? Yeah, if you're in that much of a funk, learning anything will be a disadvantage at that point because you're just going to be so distracted by your almost those feelings toward the language because it's all negative learning at that well, point. Well, that, that's even if you pick up a book. Like, because that's the thing is, yeah. that, I mean, there's days where you just really just can't bring yourself to do any language learning. And so that's why I'm saying, like, having, like, learning the basics of a language or going back to an old language that you've worked on in the past, something that you're not 
is this what that we're isn't saying? your main active study language like doing some work in that sure you're like taking your focus from whatever your main language is but you obviously weren't fo that focused on it already so like focusing on something else it actually like gets your like I found for me it kind of like resets your brain back to language learning reminds mm -hmm. you like hey I really like learning new words yeah, yeah like this is a fun thing for me and I think that's true of like anything like I know like if you like reading books there's like reading slumps or whatever yeah. and like you if you pick up like a start of a new book that's not the giant thick one you're reading and just some like light-hearted book you might be like okay yeah I like reading again if you're learning like a hard guitar song like just playing something really easy that you I like, like this analogy like going back like it's that kind of thing for me like that's why I like having kind of like like I've learned um like, I don't remember either of these, but I've learned, like, the Japanese writing systems. I've learned the Arabic writing system. And it's because I just learned it in one night and then have never gone back to it <laughs> that I don't know it. Yeah. But, like, it's those things where, like, just kind of learning that was like, hey, yeah, this is fun. I'm ready to get back mm -hmm. to my main language now and focus on that again. And, like, with ASL, I do remember it. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question for you. If we were going to set a limit as to how many languages someone should learn simultaneously, what's mm. the number you give it? How much time does the person have? How many... Oh, how many? How much time would you give... Well, that's, that's a, that's See, a that's whole podcast thing. for like... itself. How much time should you devote to language learning? Oh, let's, <laughs> let's add that to the topics list. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, it just... It genuinely depends. Like, as I said, like, during the school year, sure, I'd like to be learning two languages at home. See, I'll just I, I would say two. But I can't. Oh, like, I couldn't this past school year, at least. Like, no, I just, I could not learn two. And that's and your now, situation. And now I have time to learn, I feel like, to commit the time that I like to commit to languages to two different languages mm -hmm. at the same time, which is why I'm like, I'll learn German and Bulgarian and then Bulgarian and something else at the same time, because I feel like I have the hours in a day that I can devote to it, and I will not fry my brain completely. I like Because that. I'm not in school. And um, can I just ask, do you think that it helps that you're learning German and Bulgarian and they're from two very different language families? Ooh, we're back to this again. Um, I'm just interested because I, I still have a lot to say No, about yeah, this. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Because I feel like part of it is that I personally have never had the experience of learning two of the same languages. So maybe that, like, other than that run with... Dutch and German, which lasted a night because I was lasted, like, I can't like do this. Minutes. Yeah, no, I realized I'm like, I just need to learn German for now because I, I can't learn the basics of both at the same time. It's too similar. It's too confusing. But um, I mean, other than that, yeah. I've never had that experience. I mean, like learning French, I had some basics of Spanish, but I'd stopped studying Spanish when I was mm -hmm. learning French, and then now, like, everything has been. Like, when I learned Esperanto, I, I, I feel like it's closest to a romance language. Like, I know it's not considered a romance language, but I find it very similar, and lots of the words cross over. Mm -hmm. But also, that was kind of one of those 80-20 things, but my French was really high by the time I started learning Esperanto. So that wasn't in the way. It actually helped, because I was like, oh... That's yeah. that means this because when, it when means you were the same making, thing like, in French. When you were making like the guitar analogy, I was saying so basically when you're having a tough language learning day, just go learn Esperanto. Yes, honestly. Like I mean, but even harder like as I said, like I I've learned the Arabic writing system. Like I just do things like that and or you could just like go on Duolingo, learn some casual phrases. Yeah, and I, I I did I that with Polish memorize. at one point. I, like, picked up some basic Polish, don't remember a single thing I learned in basic yeah, Polish. Yeah, I, I remember, like, I just did Farsi on Memorize, just, like, I was learning the letters. 
Yeah, it's one of those things where it just kind of, like, it brings you back to it. But with, uh, I just, I've never had the experience of learning two similar languages. And so maybe it does help that German and Bulgarian are so different. I I honestly don't know. But I also, I wonder if it is kind of an 80-20 thing. I'm certainly, I don't consider myself to be anywhere near 80 with German. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, is that my German, when I picked up, when I've picked up Bulgarian, it hasn't been at the same time I'm picking up German. Like, German, I'm, I have learned the basics and I am mm-hmm. expanding it. So you're still learning so, the basics of Bulgarian? Well, yes, because I, I only do it, like, on days when I, like, feel like I need to dabble or when I have lots of extra oh, time. So it barely happens. I, have. I haven't even made it through one chapter, and I've had the book since October. So this is the question <laughs> I have. I, I keep hearing you say, I feel like I need to learn German. I need, I need, I need. Is it oh. a need to learn languages, or is it a want? Well, or do you well kind it of depends. Just... It depends on the person again. For me, learning German is not technically a need, but it's something that I've personally committed myself to that I need to get to... Um, that, like, with my learning German, I want to get to a certain point in the language before I, like, set it back. And, I mean, eventually I might come back to it and decide I want to take my German further, further. but for now, I just, like, I feel like I want to get it to a certain point, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, give up on it before I get it to a certain point. Like, there's also, there's no problem with giving up on languages. I just, I I guess I haven't reached that level with German, mm-hmm. like, where I, I really don't, like, See, I've had a lot of issues with German, like, you've experienced yeah. this, there's been a lot of issues with me learning German, and a lot of issues with me sticking with learning German, or, like, at least wanting to, um, but I, I don't feel I've reached the level of giving up completely on it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, I still, I, I feel like I still owe it to myself to just finish what I've um, yeah. started and I feel like I can finish and so I feel like that's and part that, of the thing is that important. I I should like I shouldn't just stop trying to reach that point before I start something else so you just want to do it for yourself I mean for some people it is neat like you need to learn Spanish to a certain level because you're enrolled in a course and if you do not learn Spanish to that level you will fail of um, course. So. and that's a need on a certain level it's a need on a certain level but it's a want on I think an even more important level well for you it is also a want because you don't need to take the class no I'm just um, like it's not a graduation re- but like let's say you have to take a language as a graduation requirement like then it's a need to learn the language but I, okay this is a topic we could talk about for ages but are people in just gen ed language class or, like, even enrolled in higher just, language it, classes. I guess it depends, again, because I might need to learn Spanish. And, again, like, it's a need because... But are you putting in the hours outside of school? Is it that kind of student we're talking about here? Well, in my case, yes. In your case. Because the thing is that I'm... The, the college I'm going to next year, like... Um, I might transfer my own. It's a weird thing. But <laughs> if I stay there, one of the majors I'm doing is languages and culture. It's not a specific language. And mm-hmm. I need, by the end, to be like at an advanced level and able to translate in two languages french is obviously going to be one of them but spanish is probably my only other option unless they add a translation course for mandarin in which case i might actually go with mandarin because i i like have an interest in chinese i mean i don't know i might take beginner classes in both and decide which one i'd prefer to do um Yes, but Hebrew they only offer at the beginner level. So that's oh, okay. that's the other language I might be taking next year would be French and Hebrew. That'd be so um, cool. But Hebrew, like, I couldn't take to that level. But, um, mm-hmm. so, I like... Mean, you can always do it outside. 
Well, I know, but it wouldn't go towards my mid, and that would be a want. But with, I ah, might need. I see what you mean. I see what you mean now. I might need to learn Spanish to get the diploma, and in that sense, I actually would need to learn Spanish because if I'm taking a translation course, I'm kind of gonna need to know Spanish. Yeah. Um, so I mean. But also, it all it all comes back to you wanting to take that class. You well, I suppose you know I mean? because I signed up for the major, then yeah. yeah. But but that's really like critical. Like I do. But also, then we can get back to the fact that I signed up for that not necessarily wanting to learn Spanish, but to take my French okay, further and to learn other languages. But I might need to learn Spanish because they just don't offer advanced classes in the other languages. I see. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you can get really philosophical with do you need to This is my TOK background just coming in. Just because uh, I mean, over. other I people, to, like, maybe you're moving to another country... Do you need to learn the language, or do you want to, so you're not just walking around as an? I see. Now, now that's a good point because I'll be I'll be heading back to Germany on, in October, and I want to keep my German up and improve. See, during but that's the summer. I don't think that's a need because you your German's at a level that if you went to Germany you could communicate. Maybe it wouldn't be as good as you'd like it. But like, let's say I stop learning German now, focus only on Spanish and French over the summer. My German will decay if I yeah. don't keep it up. So my goal... Decay. Decay. I think deteriorate is the word you're looking for. Deteriorate, okay. (laughs) Um, um, There's another thing. If you learn multiple languages, your other ones can deteriorate, including your English. Yes. The other day I spent 10 minutes standing in the doorway to my laundry room, and I just sat there and went, what is this room called? And then my mom walked by and I go, what is the room with the washer and dryer called? (laughs) And she goes, the laundry room? And I'm like, the laundry room? (laughs) It's, it's funny, you call it the laundry room, I call, we call our room the utility room. Yeah, a lot of people call it a utility okay. room. But I just didn't know, like, I didn't even think of that. Like, there was just no word in my head. I was like, I don't, the room with the washer and dryer. <laughs> uh, some people call it the washroom, I realize. I, nothing came to my head. <laughs> it happened the other day, too, something else like that happened. And I, I sat there and was like, I don't remember what it's called. And then I had to ask my mom again, and she's just like this like really basic words and sometimes it is one of those things where it comes to me in another language um yes but yes. again that's not so many people feel like if you learn multiple languages at the same time you're gonna like mix them up Ooh, this isn't necessarily a mix I them have. up it's just that i like blank on certain words like i don't know maybe it is me mixing them up but it's not necessarily just the languages i'm like it's the things that i'm at i'm an advanced level like my English and my, like, French and, like, then every other language I learn. Like, sometimes I just automatically think of the word in another language or I blank on the word in whatever language it is but can be think a of it in other of, like, things. how advanced you are? The fact that, like, hey, that vocabulary came to me. Just I mean, I don't know. That. Literally, cool. every time I see my friends, I want to call them Amikoi, which is <laughs> Esperanto for friends. Like, I'm always just like, hello, Amikoi, but I have to catch myself. And it happens literally every time. For some reason, that's just the word that automatically comes to my mind when I see friends. Like, friends in English isn't even the word that comes to mind. Like, it's, it's always Amikoi, and I'm oh always like, God. no one will understand me. <laughs> That, that's how you figure out if they're... Well, we used to... Because we have this inside joke with Esperanto, which is Jihavas mean it has me. Like, just scream that in public. Because I think we were running help us. Home, And, like... No, so we were swimming. And we then, were swimming. And, and then it was I, night outside. And I was just like, Jihavas mean, and, like, went under. <laughs> and so we were in a train station one time and wondered, oh, if one of us yell this, will Esperanto speakers come, come running? Or would someone think we're crazy and come so running? So it's just become a thing. Whenever we're in public, we'll just, like, whisper to each other, like, Jihavas mean. Like... <laughs> But um, but you mentioned something about um, 
languages being similar and just having that vocabulary come to you um, when you don't mean it to. And so this <laughs> this made me think of uh, a situation I had where I was in a Skype chat of mm-hmm. Norwegian speakers. There were some native, some learners. Um, and most of the people there were also learning Danish at the same time. Danish and Norwegian are, I think, as close oh. as languages can get. Um, yeah, Danish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so, literally like they share most of the vocab. It's just, it's just pronunciation. pronunciation. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I, I have this little thing written. I'm just going to read it. So like Norwegian and Swedish are mutually, oh, this is talking about Swedish. Okay. Let me go down to the bottom where my note is. Um, Good job. So the Norwegian people who were, Norwegian people, the people learning Norwegian were also learning Danish and they were often confused with what they were saying due to learning both at the same time. Like they kept using the wrong grammatical structure and pronouncing words wrong and mm. the, the native Norwegian would have to catch them and be like, that's that's not Norwegian, that's Danish. Oh, so I mean, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'll stand by, you can learn languages from the same family, but only with the 80-20 thing, because, or something similar to 80-20, because if cause you're going to learn Norwegian and Danish like that, in no- yeah. but also like, just like my one experience with it, like with German and Dutch, like it's just really confusing. And like, you have to get to a point where you separate it. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying learning the basics of both at the same time is a bad idea. But if I were to learn like basics and like how to introduce myself and like a bit of stuff in German and that add on Dutch, maybe I wouldn't have that problem. Um, I haven't gone back to Dutch since, so I can't tell you how it would go now. But I feel like yeah. at this point, at like this point, you've the point my way. German is at, like I feel like now if I were to add on Dutch, I, I know enough German that I could keep it separate from Dutch. And that's me with, I had, the, I had the experience with the Swedish people on the train coming home where I was sitting in like a little, a little booth and these three, three Swedish lads and a lassie <laughs> came over, sat, do you say lassie? I have no idea. I just call everybody lads. I, I call everyone lads. It's one of those <laughs> things like I call everyone dudes and just oh, hope yeah, no true. one English. Like, gets upset with me. But so they, they sit down and I hear them talking and they're talking what I hear to be Norwegian. Yeah, Matt got so excited. I got, I started texting Abigail so excitedly. I'm like, Norwegian people are sitting next to me. And so uh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm just thinking in my head like, I'm going to say something. I, I I can't. I'm not letting. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to miss my shot. I'm, I'm blanking on Hamilton now. Not going to throw away my not shot. Not throwing away my shot. Um, I wasn't throwing away my shot. And so eventually they're just speaking and speaking. And then I turn to the lady and I go, Schnack du Norsk. And, like, I haven't spoken Norwegian in ages. That probably sounded awful. Um, <laughs> you sounded goes, very different than your old Norwegian <laughs> Um And she goes, Nei, vi snakker svensk. And I'm like, so that's no, we, we're speaking Norwegian, uh, Swedish. And I'm like, oh, I understand. Like, in, in Norwegian, I'm like, oh, I understand. And that's because they're mutually intelligible. And so I feel like if you're going to draw a line with learning two languages at the same time, don't do... Don't, don't learn Norwegian don't learn, and Swedish the same time. I wouldn't time. do that. There are a lot of people that do that because they're so close together and because they're so close to English especially. I feel like it's it's a bad idea because I'd if you want to become wait. proficient in one, do that. Yeah. But learning the other is going to be so easy. That's, because you can just talk to the That's person. like, I'm even... I have plans to learn both Urdu and Hindi. Me too. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I have a plan. Like, I'm going to learn Arabic and then I'm going to learn Urdu because the scripts are there. And then I'm going to learn Hindi... Because that's really close together. Um, But, like, I would never try and learn Urdu and Hindi at the same time. Even though, like, I 
I could, and it would just be too. really similar, and I could yeah. be like, yeah, okay, I know this, um, but I'd much rather prefer to get my Urdu to a pretty good level, and then be like, okay, time to learn Hindi, and Hindi will then come fairly so easy much quicker to, to me. You. you would have yeah, to learn the script I'll learn... and adapt your pronunciation, and yeah, so I'd learn Hindi grammar. like really quickly, and that's great, and. I suppose I could do it while learning Urdu, but I feel like at that point it and takes longer that could to learn them. Instead simil- of like yeah. putting all that time in, you could be learning into Urdu. Um, if you're splitting it between Urdu and Hindi, and then having to constantly try and be like, wait, the differences are confusing me because I'm just learning both of these for the first time. Like mm-hmm. it's much better. I feel like it's a much quicker process and a much more efficient process if you focus really like a lot on Urdu get that down, and then move on to Hindi, and you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember this from Urdu, I just have to change it a little bit to get it to Hindi. So these are with languages that are similar to each other so far that we've been talking about. Now, we were talking earlier about learning different languages, and that kind of splitting the time that you have with them evenly seems to be okay? Evenly, or pull a me, and do it very unevenly, but don't expect to make progress in okay. the smaller so language because i have my language. my primary language and then i either have like a backup language or just dabble in other things but obviously like as i said i've had my bulgarian book since october have been working through it since october but i'm not even a chapter through because i only do it when you're not when i'm german. when i'm not doing german when i've already done german when i just need a break from german so like I'm I'm literally less than chapter one. I've learned the alphabet and how to introduce myself and a few verb conjugations, and that's it since October. Can you introduce um, yourself in Bulgarian right now? I can't say my name, though. Like, by introduce oh, myself, okay. I mean I can say, like, hello, how are you? Um, which, by the way, I also learned something cool. This is totally <laughs> off topic, but um, in French class, towards the end of the year, we had this thing where it was presentations, like you taught the class your talent in French. Um, as, like, a speaking exercise, and it was actually, like, a ton of fun. Like, I wish I'd, we did that every year. Um, like, it was just, like, a fun thing, because, like, we're seniors, yay. Um, <laughs> but, like, it was a lot of fun, like, just watching people, like, teach us stuff. Like, even, even if it wasn't in French, like, it was, like, it was cool to have it in French, and it was a good speaking exercise, but it was just so cool to learn, like, all these random things from people, and, like, yeah. everyone would pass out handouts, like, we learned how to play a song on guitar, we, like, learned some ballet moves, um, but I, I taught people Esperanto, um, but oh, then yeah. um, someone else in my class is a you native Russian going speaker. You grammar book and just, yeah. like, teaching me the basics of grammar. Someone else is a native Russian speaker, and so she taught us Russian and then gave us Russian candy if we got things right. So we got, like, food, um, which oh, is great. So you had Bulgarian but, to help... But it was really cool because she taught us how to say, like, how are you? And I'm going to butcher the pronunciation on both of these. Um, with Russian, it's kaktela. And then with Bulgarian, it's kakse. Okay. So they're, like, really similar. Like, she was like, how do you say, how are you? And then she's like, kaktela. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's also a way to say hello that's similar. But it's not, like, the norm. It's, like, a informal or something. Like, there's, like... One that crosses over, like, one way to say it crosses over, and I don't remember what it is, like, what word it is in either, but yeah. there's, like, something like that that crosses over with Russian. I, I love finding little little bits of language that cross over between different yeah. languages. That's just, that's one of my favorites. Okay, wait, I want to ask you another thing. This maybe doesn't have to do with learning multiple languages at the same time, but... All right, well, we talked about it for, like, 35 well, yeah, minutes Yeah, okay, already. and we've already <laughs> talked about other things, so we'll just make a little transition. This will have two topics this time. Um, I want to ask... Because people have recommended this to me, and I don't want to do it, but I just 
for other languages, it works too. And I know you actually are kind of doing this for something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but how do you feel about learning one language so that you can learn another? Because so many people have been like, you should learn huh. Russian before you learn Bulgarian because it'll be easier. You'll have experience with the Slavic language. And I don't well. want to do that because at the moment I just don't want to be learning Russian at the moment. I want to be learning Bulgarian. Like, who knows? Maybe in the future I'll go back and learn Russian. My Bulgarian might help me with my Russian then. But, like, I don't want to put in all the time and effort to learn Russian at the moment just to help me learn Bulgarian. So, I totally how do you understand. feel? And I know you kind of, that's part of, you wanted to use Norwegian kind of to help you with Icelandic in the future. Um, uh, yeah. Like, as a bridge from your German to Icelandic. I, I just wanted to go. Cross, like, the Arctic. Yeah, cross the Arctic. Um, <laughs> um, so, like, how do you feel about using learning one language to be able to learn another language? Um, or, like, I do not think how I'm necessary. planning on learning Urdu to help me with my Hindi, but technically you I want to learn both anyway. So like because you want to do both. Yeah. But I think there are some languages where, like, Wolof. Mm-hmm. I think having French is good to learn Wolof. Because mo- uh, I'm gonna say there are languages where just some of the resources in that language in that for that uh, for that language are not published in English or oh, are yeah. not published in so so like people who speak I'm gonna say Aramaic and want to learn German now I have no idea about what's published in Aramaic but let's say <laughs> but let's say um, there is no Aramaic to German you're gonna have to learn you're gonna have to bridge that and eventually find your way to German. Hmm. So I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll express... But let's say, let's say you are an English this. speaker and you... Oh, you've got to go. I have to, I have to be right back. So oh. many interruptions this podcast, but I will continue that when I get back. I will think more. Okay, well, wait, I've got a question for you when you come back. Okay. What if you are an English speaker, you do have access to the resources, but, like, you want to learn Russian to, to make Bulgarian easier? Like, just something, I do not think it is just something because it'll make things easier. Okay. I do not think it's necessary. All right, thanks. Um, I'm left alone again. Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know what to talk about while Matt's gone this time. We kind of just ended a thing. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? Um, I, I mean, I'm just going to open this up to comments at the moment, even though you can't comment right now. But as you're listening, um, you can put the timestamp for this in. I was just wondering what you feel on learning multiple languages at the same time. Like, do they need, is it possible? Um, is it a smart idea? Um, should you do it at all? It, does it help if you are splitting your time evenly or not, like I kind of do? Um, it, is there a difference if you're learning uh, languages from the same family, like learning French and Spanish at the same time, or learning uh, two completely different languages, like German and Bulgarian? Um, uh, and how do you feel about learning a language to make another language easier for you? Great, Matt's back. I can... (laughs) I I just opened it up to comments. I I gave them some comment questions for this week, so... All right. Um. Well, that's good, because we're going to have to wrap up soon anyway, but you had a question for me, so let's just answer this question. Okay, let's go back to that then. Yeah, so if you are a native English speaker, you don't need to learn... 
it's not like the you speak Aramaic, you want to learn German. There's nothing in Aramaic to learn German, so you need to learn. And that was just hypothetical. Thing. I don't know if that's well, the case. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, but so let's say there's nothing in your native language. You need to learn another thing if you want to be able to get resources for that. Um, you, let's say you're native and English speaker. There's and you want to learn Spanish, there's thousands and thousands of Spanish resources yes. out there. But you're like, if I learn f- French, I like, <laughs> I yep. feel like no one would really do this, but let's say you're like, I want to learn French to make learning Spanish easier. Oh my Is God. there any sense to that? Well, with those two languages, I would well, say okay, no. Yeah, okay, but, okay <laughs> but, let's give it a but different But learning one. a language to make another one Something easier? Something like that. Yeah, like, let's say there are, there are resources for both languages in your target, in your native language. You could feasibly Here's, do it. But you're just like, I just want to do it to make it easier. Like how people are like, learn Russian so you can learn Bulgarian. And I'm like, I could just learn Bulgarian. That's exactly it. I think it's a waste of time. I think you have resources to learn. If you've got resources to learn the language in your native tongue, with time, with practice, with effort, you will reach the same proficiency you would if you took the long route. Mm -hmm. Just with taking the long route, I think, you're learning more languages, but if you're doing it, only to learn enough to learn another language. I don't think there's much a point, much point to that. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing is like I'm only doing the Urdu to Hindi thing because they're both on the list of languages I want to learn. Oh, so yeah. it just it, it feels just reasonable for me to do them right after another. Like I'm gonna learn them both eventually. Maybe I won't even learn them right after another. But it just feels like the logical thing to take mm-hmm. Arabic, Urdu, and Hindi and learn them in that order when I eventually start learning yes. those. And, like, maybe I'll have another language that I'll be doing at the same time so that I won't, like, feel like I'm stuck to this. Like, I'll still have the freedom to choose languages. Definitely. But, like, it just it just feels logical. But, like, then when people are, like, learn Russian to learn Bulgarian. Like, I don't think I you could, need to. I could just learn Bulgarian. Sure, yeah, there's the not a is, ton of resources, yeah. and it's hard because it's my first Slavic language. Mm-hmm. But learning Russian is going to be hard if it's my first Slavic language, too. And then I'm not going to... My heart's not going to be in it either because I just want to learn Bulgarian. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's all it is to it. Just have your heart in it. Just have, you know... Be willing to spend the time and effort to even find the resources because sometimes you just gotta look hard enough. Yeah. Um. And and they're there. You just need to you just need to search for it. I I yeah. I think just putting in the time, the effort, and I mean. Really, just like, that oomph. Oomph. Yep. The language oomph. Yep. So. I think so. Um, that's all we need to say. What's about our consensus we got languages. to today? We had a lot of rambling. Um, I think um, we did. I think we said learning two languages is probably a good idea if you're gonna learn multiple at the same time. Um, don't go with don't, ones that are don't learn too, too many. Don't learn too similar ones. Also, kind of split it no matter what. Like I feel like I also would never recommend even like I wouldn't learn German and Bulgarian starting from basics on the same day. Like, I feel like you just shouldn't start. I feel like maybe you don't need to do 80-20, but you should at least start one and then start another one a little bit after. Like, (laughs) I don't think you should, like, start both at once because that's just, it's, and you might not get confused, but it's just a lot for your brain. Yeah, you'll make progress quicker. Remember, it's it's all based on the person. It's all based on how far you want to go. Yeah, if you're a person that needs to be focused on one project, don't learn multiple languages. But if you're a person that burns out, if you're forced to stick with one and you want to just, language learning is a fun thing and you want to just pick up lots of things, yeah. then just, you don't even need to stick with one language if you don't want to. Like, I feel like that's something that people don't recognize in the language community. Like, everyone's like, if you learn multiple, you'll never get far in one. But some people don't even want to get far in languages. I know. Like, they'd rather just 
learn the basics of everything, and that's completely fine. Sure, you'll never be able to have conversations with people. Shut down. But, well, but that's mm-hmm. not everyone's goal. Like, just, no, bl- like, learning alphabets might be a fun thing for you. And, and that's like, totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, so, I mean, it again, it depends on the person. It depends on what you want to get out of language learning. Um, <laughs> Matt just started stroking my tattoo as we're <laughs> talking. It's, it's, very, it's very interesting. <laughs> it just feels like skin. It's just <laughs> skin, Matt. It's a little bit dry right now, but it's just skin. <laughs> so, so what, those, those are all our thoughts? Those are all of our thoughts, and also only learn languages to learn other languages if you want to learn both don't don't do it don't do it because people think it'll make it easier don't also because we should also bear in mind that the people are telling me this are people who have learned no other languages they're monoglots don't listen to monoglots like also at some point we're gonna make a thing on um what languages are things monoglots say well but also (laughs) oh yes but also at some point we'll make a podcast on like um the most useful languages and that kind of thing and like our views on that but i'd just like to leave you with something that i was told recently by some monoglots um i was recently told that french (laughs) is one of the least useful languages to learn all right with that we're going to end the podcast everybody (laughs) french is french isn't useful don't learn french you'll be able to talk to no one nope there's not you know a whole world of francophone speakers there's no french speakers learn english (laughs) all right I'm, i'm just gonna walk away now all right Goodbye. Have a happy learning, not French, obviously. Practice yeah. makes progress in English. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.